Okay, so as we are continuing to talk, I'm going to talk a little bit about what we started at, try to get as less movement as possible, and then we can go into new things. What we were talking about last week, and we're going to talk about for the next couple of weeks, is the, and we've been talking about the fact that God has a... a uh, a plan for our lives. And that plan is that the Father and the Son are at the throne. The Holy Spirit is sent forth, moving amongst us, and His ministering angels are ministering for and to us. Say that with me. For and to us. It's important that we understand it's both. For and to us. Now, I had a conversation with my granddaughter about this, and she had a statement that was a very intelligent statement saying, well, can I ask my ministering, the ministering angels to hand me the remote control? Now, it seems funny, but it's really, really, it's an intelligent question, because the question is, do they bring things into our material realm? Do they move in our material realm for us? At times, they may. The Word of God says in Hebrews, be careful in entertaining strangers, for some have entertained angels unaware. But as a rule, they are called messengers. Messengers bring a message. They don't bring remote controls. So our messengers that God has sent, we we went through uh, Hebrews 1.4, 14 and then through 2, are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for us who are heirs of salvation? Now we are saying that we are heirs of salvation. You've inherited salvation. The word salvation doesn't mean saved from hell. It means saved. Now, you know, God doesn't speak. He speaks past, present, future. When He says something, it affects your past, present and future. That's a, that is a bizarre thing to say, but it is one of the most powerful things to grasp that you, as being saved now, are redeemed from your past. Your past may say, you know, you were born one of these. But if you've been born again, now you're free from one of those. Now you're one of these. Something completely different. A new creature in Christ Jesus. What does that mean? Let's example. My, my, on my mother's side, there are Numerous alcoholics. And then father's side too. Don't wanna don't wanna leave I don't wanna leave that out. But I've been redeemed from my past because I've been set free today, meaning I'm free tomorrow. So when he talks about being an heir of salvation, he's not talking about just one day in the sweet by and by we're gonna find make heaven our home. He's talking about you are free now, your past is free, and your future is free. We are heirs of that. And, the, and He has sent His ministering spirits to help us walk in that. So, we look through three different people in the Bible last week. We looked at Daniel. We looked at Jacob and Paul. Now, I want to get a little more intense with Daniel. Now, let's go over some of the scriptures about Daniel and then we'll get back to this this 
wonderful drawing of mine behind me. Now, if you, let's say you, if you would listen to the tape, you would have no idea what this drawing says. And if you're sitting down the hall or in one of the areas over there, you would have no idea what this drawing is. But we're looking at, if you were, took your own piece of paper and drew three lines with about three inches before, between each line, you'd have three lines. Well, when you lay that down on a piece of paper, that is flat, right? Well, when you move through dimensions, nothing's flat. So you've seen it on a piece of paper, everything's flat. So the top dimension is heaven. Second is heaven leaves, and the bottom is earth. Now, if you drew a fourth line, Jesus said, I am Lord of everything in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. But we're not talking about the under the earth today. We're talking about heaven, heavenly, and earth. We can talk about hell all we want. But today, we're talking about, why are we talking about the things on earth? Because we're talking about, as Paige was saying, how to manifest things from a spirit realm into this earthly realm. Right? I'm not worried about hellish realm. I don't plan on going because I've been redeemed from it. Now, you, I, I'm going to throw this out there. You know why I can't go to hell? Ain't no new creatures in hell. I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. It's not made for me. Not made for me. I'm made for heaven. This physical body may not be made for heaven yet, but the Word of God says this body is being renewed day by day. So, not only is it going to get a new body, but it's being renewed day by day, and I am born again for another place. He says... Heaven is our home, and we are ambassadors here. You know, an ambassador, if you were an ambassador to Russia, would you be living in a, in a hut? No, if you were an ambassador to Russia, you'd have a nice, a nice place to live. You'd have a nice car. You'd have a... Because you're representing America. Well, we represent Christ. We represent God. So he sends his angels to minister for us. And you know the ambassador in Russia doesn't go out and get his own coffee. He's got people to do that. Well, we have ministering spirits that they don't go get our coffee, but they certainly will tell you where the coffee is. You need coffee that bad. So there are certain things that we are our responsibility to do. I don't look for God to find... I, I don't look for God to bring me water when there's a water hose in front. Right? But if there wasn't a water hose and I was in the desert, I certainly would look for God to tell me where it is. So depending on location, it really makes a difference what's happening. So there are material things in this world that we understand. Do, does God provide the material things by sending them from heaven to here? No. Does he provide things by manifesting things like all of a sudden, like we went to go see Aladdin, you know? Is that how it works in this heavenly realm? That all of a sudden things pop out of nowhere like, wow, where'd those dollar bills come from? No, we're not children. We understand it doesn't work that way. But we understand, let's say, we were talking last week, and I don't know how I got into this, but we're talking, last week we talked about shoes. If you need a pair of shoes, you're either going to buy them, make them, find them, or someone's going to give them to you. Is there any other way of receiving anything on this earth other than that? That's it. I, 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 tell me, I may be missing one. 
You're going to buy them, make them. Someone's going to give them to you, right? You, or you could find them. We're not talking about the stealing part. <laughs> that, that's kind of in the finding part at the same time. <laughs> but we're not going to find other people's stuff. <laughs> but you do understand what I'm talking about. There's only certain ways of receiving things in this earthly realm. There's only... Does anybody, is there any other way? Come on, before I move on, if you've got something else to tell me. Now, how many of these ways require information? Either you're going to buy it, find it, make it, or give it. How many of those four ways require information? All of them, exactly. So the ministering spirits who are sent forth to minister for you and to you who are messengers are going to help you find what you need, buy what you need, make what you need, or someone's going to give you what you need. Amen. Can you see how that works? Yes, okay, can, I, can I make that any clearer than that? Do I need to say, I'm going to say it again. The ministering spirits that are sent forth to minister for you are going to either help you buy what you need, find what you need, make what you need, or they're going to have someone give to you what you need. That's the only way it's going to work. It's not, it is still, heaven is ordaining it. Right? Heaven is still making it happen. But heaven didn't leave heaven to come. Jesus didn't come down, run down here, try to knock on, you know a picture of Jesus knocking on the door? That's not how you get things in this earth. Jesus didn't come knocking on your door. He sent his word and healed them. He doesn't have to come down. Oh, Lord, come by here. Just one touch of Jesus. Oh, my God, does he got to go to the throne? I mean, he's got to go to the cross every time somebody's sick. Does he got to go to the cross every time somebody got a need? Was it once for all? Was the lamb, lamb, lamb slain once for all? Or do we need a personal, someone personally to go to the cross for you? No, except that the system works. It's been set up. So as we've been talking about these three things, that it's coming for those four paths, it's coming to you from heaven here in those four paths. Now, how many times, I have many times, somehow, I mean many times, walked down, down the, an alley, saw some shoes, picked them up, went to church, and somebody needed a size eight and a half pair of shoes, and I happen to have them right in my hand right now. I have it all the time, all the time. Because I am an agent listening to give. We talked about last week, he who gives to the poor lends unto God, and he shall repay. I am an agent of God as a minister and just as a believer, listening to the messengers to tell me, pick up that bag. I don't want anybody to see me pick up that bag. I don't want to see me anybody. I'm walking through the alley picking up bags. I haven't gone past. I have gone through the alley and picked up 50 or 60 pairs of socks and gave them all away. Every single pair of socks. And I didn't need a single pair. I could have walked past those socks because I, you know, I was looking good at the time. I didn't want to be looked at as a trash digger garbage, you know, hauler. I want to be looked dumpster diver. I didn't want to be seen that way, 
But you know what? I want to hear from God. And I know that when I pick up that bag, I'm lending unto God. God doesn't need socks, and I don't need socks. But I certainly found on a rainy day, there's a lot of people who needed socks. Yeah. So I said, I found it. And you know, you know, you know, I have bought it. You know I have spent some money. Lord knows I have spent some money in my life. I have done it that way. I have been given it. And you know what? I believe God that he will open up the door that I will be able to make things. Not just buy something and give it, but that the eyes of my understanding will be enlightened that I will make things. I want to produce things in this world. God already knows what's missing in this world. I don't know what's missing. He knows what's missing, and I need the Lord to tell me, so not I will be a manufacturer of things. And I tell you one thing you can manufacture is wisdom. My daughter here, right here, her whole job is telling people how to live their life. Yes. Her whole job is, you know, you messed up here, and we're going to talk about that. And, you, and then I'll give you some some, some suggestions and some, some places that you can an encouragement you know I just hope it's for free no it's not free college wasn't for free since the college wasn't for free nothing's for free so so let's go through a little bit that, that's just the opening I want to give you a little talk about how things move through so we understand these four these three lines are planes of existence where things move from the top to the bottom. And we talked about last week, the middle line is where the battleground is. The battleground is not on earth. It's not people who are mean and won't give you anything. It's not people that we battle. The Word of God says we, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Wherefore, take upon you the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And they're in the middle. But that's what we've seen, we read in Daniel chapter 10, that that's where the angels were battling to bring Daniel's message. But as I said last week, the difference between Daniel and us, Daniel could not battle. Daniel did not have the armor of God. Since Jesus rose from the dead, he says, here, son and daughter, take my armor. And you use my armor. So that means we have the ability to bind and loose. Whatsoever things you bind on earth is bound in heaven, the heavenly. We're not binding Jesus. Jesus, sit down. <laughs> no. In the heavenly area, in that middle ground there, is the battleground. And what things we bind on earth is bound in heaven. What things we loose on earth are loosed in heaven. And there are some things in heaven I need loose stuff. I need loose them. Oh, I need things loose, right? So that means I'm going to bind. I'm going to bind those forces that are trying to keep these blessings from coming to me. I'm binding them up. You know, Jesus did. Jesus cast the devil out of people, but these things, these beings in that middle ground, they, they, that's their, their, that, that's their land. That's their spot. For right now, that's theirs. Now, when the new heavens and new earth come, they'll be gone. But for right now, our things have to come through that area, and we can add in the hurrying up. Daniel could not hurry this up. Daniel had no ability on his own 
to hurry it up. He had nothing to use. He had no armor. He had nothing. We have the ability to move things up, but let's or hurry things up. So you can, you can have prayer requests and you can help to make it go faster. Right? I mean, if it, if it takes a year to get something, you can either just sit there and wait for it, or you can pick up the pace. It's up to you. You know? I don't know about it. Expedite. There you go. Expedite, you know, costs money. We have a, we have a job that we needed some switch gear. Switch gear is $100,000. We needed it expedited. They said an extra $40,000. So that's 40% more to expedite. Now, that expedited fee hurts, don't it? <laughs> We're peeling that money out one dollar at a time. Wow, like, you, you, can you make it go faster? No, I can't make it go faster. It's painful. So do you understand that makes sense that he, since he used the word expedite and we are just going through that, that expedite requires pain. That doesn't mean you get to lay back and relax and kick back. I'm, what are you doing? I'm waiting on God. Just hanging out. You can't wait on God like that. You wait. I'm going to kick something up, make it a little, hard, make it a little harder on the devil. Hey, Blake Kim said, I better let this man go. I better let this stuff go because he's he going to take my whole, my whole property from me. I want to shake the heavenly so much that the devil is worried that I'm trying to take over or let my stuff go. One or the other. Just let it go. So let's see about Daniel. Daniel chapter 10 said, uh, actually chapter 10, verse 2, and in these days Daniel was mourning three full weeks. Now he used the word mourning. That word mourning is a kind of a dual word. It could mean, it means fasting, right? But there's more going along with it. More of an attitude, a mentality. So this is one thing. If you want to increase your, the speed of your, whatever you're praying for, if you want to increase that, you have to take this from Daniel. Daniel would, would deny himself of things. Yes. And set himself. Verse 3, he ate no pleasant bread, neither came flesh nor wine to his mouth. You can say, well, he didn't eat any meat, but he didn't eat any wine. Now, wine represents what? Pleasure. Right? It doesn't represent, he didn't say he didn't drink water. He didn't drink any pleasant wine. So when, when Daniel decided to chasing himself or mourn himself in this prayer time. Now we need to take this as an example. We need to understand if you want to increase your prayer, shorten your receiving time, if you want these things to work on you, you need to understand that there's going to be some denial on your side. There's going to be some fasting on your side. There's going to be some time that you set aside for prayer. There's going to be some time that you set things aside. You know, you're going to have to set some of those TV shows aside. You're going to have to set some of that, that music that you listen to aside. This is God's time. Why? Because you need something. God doesn't need anything. You need something. And when you... Why did God connect this? I don't know. Why did God connect fasting and answered prayer? I don't know. Wouldn't, he, wouldn't it have been better if he connect partying and, and answered prayer? The more you party, the faster your prayers get answered. He didn't do that. The more you fast, the fa I would, it would be great. But it's the more you deny yourself and pray, 
the faster things happen. I would love to make this pleasant, but it doesn't work that way. Neither did he anoint himself, nor for three whole weeks. I mean, Daniel didn't just go around cloning up. He didn't go ahead and do the hair up all nice. Y'all know how we do. This is a no hair thing. All right. All right. We, we understand, don't we? We still got it, though, don't we? We still got it. All right, all y'all, all y'all who, who have beautiful skin on the top of their head, just raise your hand. Raise your hand. Say, Amen. Amen. God loves us anyway. All right. Can, can we get back? Can we? Can we? Can we bring it back? Can we bring it back, folks? Can we bring this back? All right. Okay. So Daniel. Daniel fasted and set himself and decided not to enjoy the pleasant things of now, but to fast and get himself prepared for the answer. Now, Daniel was not just looking for a thing. Daniel says, verse 12, for from, and when the, when we skip down from 3 to 12, when the angel came and brought him the answer, he said, now he said unto Daniel, from the first day you did set yourself to hear, to understand, and to chasten. Chasten means to get after. Yes. And to get after yourself. He wasn't, God wasn't chasing him. He was getting after himself. When you set yourself to hear understanding. Now I want to hammer this. The most important thing is, understand whatever you need, whatever it is that you need, Understanding is the most important thing to get out of it. Whatever it is, if you're sick, if it's a job, if it's a relationship, if it's money, whatever it is, if it's if it's uh, deliverance for what, from smoking, from drinking, from drugs, whatever it is, understanding is what you need most. Because if it's if it's cigarettes and you don't understand how you got there. If you slip, you don't understand how to get it again. Yeah, yeah. You don't understand how to get there again. You got to understand, and God shows you the path. That means once the path is open, you can always get back to that path. It's not a path that is closed. It is a path that's open forever. It's never closed. So once once you receive understanding. And I, I, my scripture that I love so much is Ephesians 1.17, is that the God of our, our Lord Jesus Christ may give to us a spirit of wisdom. Not just wisdom, wisdom for the moment. No, a spirit of wisdom. That means like an open door where wisdom is flowing through you. A spirit of wisdom and understanding. Wisdom and understanding. And when we talk about wisdom, we talk about wisdom from the sense of wisdom is not just knowing something. Wisdom is having also the guts to do it. That's right. Because if I have, if I tell you, sister, you know you shouldn't do that, but then I do it. I'm not wise. But if I tell you how to do it, and then I do it, 
I live exactly what I said. That's true wisdom. But wisdom comes with guts. Wisdom also is stronger than fear. When you, are, when you have wisdom from God, it overcomes the fear of doing it. Amen. You're, you have the understanding, being enlightened, but then the wisdom to walk through something that you, you know that door is closed, but I'm walking to it anyway. But I tell my kids, I, my story I tell them all the time, you can only go through the door that's open. But if the door is not open, walk towards it. Don't stand there and wait. I don't see anything happening. Walk towards it. That means I have walked towards some closed doors in my life. And those doors have opened when I got there. You know what? Maybe there was something that, that, that it needed to be closed until I got there and needed to be opened just long enough for me. And that way, it closed after me. Because some of these things, we don't want everybody. I ain't, look, I, I, I'm the one that fasted to pray to get in there. I ain't open enough for everybody. I'm sorry. You fast to pray, you get in there. I've gotten in there. Now you get in there. Ain't enough room for two. Only enough room for one. There's enough room for one. Us. So, he gives us this wisdom and understanding. He tells us to humble ourselves, to chasten ourselves, to humble ourselves. What happens when you humble yourself? Your ears open better. It's one thing about one thing about humbling yourself, chastening yourself, fasting is a time of listening. Okay, how are you going to get understanding when you're partying at the same time? God, I'm on my way to this party. Please talk to me. He's going to talk to you. But he's not talking to you about, the, about what you need. He's talking about the dangers at that party. Because that's, what, that's, that's what's in front of you. Take everything off the plate for today. And spend some time chasing yourself before the Lord. And another time when he says humble, when he says the word humble, it's also another word for praise. Humbling yourself means lifting God above you, right? And how well the way of lifting God above you other than singing praise? As you lift God above you, you humble yourself and lift God up. You magnify God. You're not magnifying the Lord in a magnifying glass. You're magnifying the Lord by lifting up His virtues and saying how great He is. You put yourself down. That's the time the understanding comes through. You're fasting. You're chastening yourself. You're getting understanding. Who's doing the talking? You know, many times the ministering spirits that are speaking in your ear are telling you things about now. But when the Holy Spirit starts moving in that deep, deep way, there's some things He wants to bring that are life-changing. See, the ministering spirits are not going to minister you to you about life-changing things. That's God's job. That's God's job. I, don't, I wouldn't send one of my workers to tell my daughter how much I love her. Right? No, I, that's my job. I will tell one of my workers, would you go take her to the, to the school? I'll, I'll be school. I'll talk to the principal. I don't need you to talk to the principal. I'll talk to the principal about my child, not you. Now, but we do have workers, and our ministering spirits are there to minister for us. But the Holy Spirit is the comforter. And there are some things that are deep in your life that you need Him to move in your life. Not just the ministering spirits telling you, you know, get your phone. You don't want to lose it. That's not, I mean, that's good. 
and that's great. We don't want to lose things. But that's not a message from the Father about something that will completely change your life. So we need to slow ourselves down to hear from God, to hear the things that are changed your life, and to lift Him up. So when Daniel did this, and he took himself, he slowed himself down, it said that the moment that he started chasing chasing himself, and the moment he started seeking understanding. See, these two things that are powerful in our lives. Seek whatever is your prayer, whatever you're praying for, seek the understanding of it, not just seek the thing. Our other daughter's not here, but we were talking. She needed a job, and we were praying for her, her job for a while. The whole family was praying. She told me that, you know what I got out of looking for a job? She said, I, I learned gratitude. Why? Were we not saying hallelujah? A a grateful child? (coughs) What more you want from a child other than gratefulness? So she got the job, and we got a grateful child. You know, job, 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 job. But she got understanding out of it. Not just the job, she received understanding. And that understanding is the thing that will move her into a completely different level. I mean, imagine going to the new job grateful. Not grateful for the job, but grateful for where she's come from, where she is, and where she's going. Grateful. And I'm saying, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Man, I'm, I'm saying... I'm saying all my kids need gratefulness. Amen. Amen. I, I got other kids than her. I mean, I got a, I got some I got some other kids. I got grandkids. I got kids. I'm not talking to her. She why are you picking that that's you? That ain't talking about a, want my family to be a grateful family. Amen. I want to be grateful too. But do you see how prayer opened understanding and understanding changed her, put her in a completely different position. So the thing that she wanted, needed, was a reason for God to take her into to gratefulness. Right? So, did she lose the job because God wanted to make her grateful? No! But God worked all things together for good. Amen. Right? Amen. He took that loss and made it into a plus a job and plus gratefulness. Amen. So it's a plus plus situation. So we're understanding that as, as we go into prayer, understanding about the situation is very important. And I'm going to close with this, and we need this is where we need to get understanding. If I can word this perfect, please. There are things and places in this world that need to be created. They need to manifest themselves into this world. We pray that God gives us the understanding how to bring them. There are businesses that will bring employment into our community. We pray that God gives us the understanding how to bring them into pass. There are many things that God wants manifested in this community, in our community, and we pray that God gives us the understanding how to create them. 
some things that have never, this earth has never seen before. We pray that God gives us the understanding how to pray. Can you agree with that? Yes. Amen. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for our time today as we lift you up and understand there's more to go. But we thank you, Lord, for this today. This time today.